This is Unclaimed Bands. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and on the mic next to me is Fritz. Yo, it's Fritz is back. Oh, uh, yeah, back like a hemorrhoid. Okay. Uh, but I love the hemorrhoid action. Uh, okay. You, you, really? <laughs> Why? Okay. Yeah, that's no. one of those moments where I started like, really? You like the hemorrhoids? How many people go, ooh, I can't wait. No, okay. Ooh, it's like that little woo-hoo Don't worry, we'll edit that out, okay? Uh, tonight, our guest is Greg Sover. Woo! Welcome, Greg. Yes. Thank you How for you having doing? me. Good to be here. Thank you for taking time to uh, sit down and do this little interview with us. Uh, we're coming from the green room yes. of the uh, legendary Dobbs, which oh, is a little, yeah. little throwback for us. We used to do all our interviews here. The wall is beautiful. So, yes, yes they is. are. Work of art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> Well, uh, look, before we jump fully into the interview, Greg, uh, why don't we listen to one of your songs, let everybody out there listening uh, know what your music's all about. Uh, what are we going to hit listen to? Um, yes, we'll uh, take a listen to uh, After Me right now. All right. This is After Me by Greg, Greg Sover. Trouble, babe. Trouble, babe. After me. After me. Trouble, babe. Trouble, babe, after me. It's only for my eyes, only I can see. There's nowhere to go and hide. Troubles after. Thank you. 
That was after song. me. Great. Thank you. Thank you. I love that song a lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a great song, man. Actually, I like all the music that I've heard so far from you. I'm I looking forward that. to uh, yeah. seeing you guys play to, well, with your band play live tonight. It's oh, gonna yeah. Be it's going to be a great time. Come on out if you can. Uh, well, exactly. Anytime he's playing, you want to yeah, come, come see the artist. That's <laughs> the way to support go. original music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? I mean, as much as we love this podcast format and you guys <laughs> get, to, we get to come wherever you're listening and bring the artist to you, follow them. Get up off your asses and come see the artist in person. It's summertime. I agree. Get out. Yeah. Breathe. Exercise, season, right? Season. There's good Check music out. out here, you know? Yeah, exactly. Lots of good awesome music. Guy. Awesome yeah. guitarist. Oh, thank you. Can you can you give us a little backdrop on that song? Yes. Well, um, After Me was actually written because um, I remember being on a train. I had a gig to get to. And, um, you know, in Philly, trying to catch a train in Philly, people always want to cut in front of you as much as they can. So... You know, <laughs> so they're brotherly love. They're just trying to take a brotherly hit for love. You. Yeah, I mean, jumping I, in front in case there's a bullet or a knife fight coming, right? And yeah, I, well, exactly. You know, Another one's a guy. They're not being they rude. That's it, exactly. No, we were never rude in Philly. <laughs> no, not no, at all. It's you a know? polite thing when they cut you off when you're upset about it, like we yeah. just did now. Right. So go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah, that song actually came. I had a gig um, in Philly. I remember it was the uh, Occupy Philly stuff going on at okay. that time. Nice. And, um, yeah, I was trying to just get on the bus, go down to this gig, and I remember a bunch of people just trying to cut in front of me. And I don't know what the situation was, but they just was trying to cut in front of me. And then the one person that tried, I ended up saying, wait, you're going to have to wait after me. And then a song came to my head, like Dewey Cox. Have you ever seen Dewey yeah, Cox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, a song came to my head, and I had to get home and quickly write that. Nice. So, so you never got on the train. Uh, I did get on a train. The gig went great. <laughs> but yeah, I could have finished, right? But the gig went great, you know, but um, it was for a good cause at the time. Great, great. But uh, I had to get home and hurry up and write the song. Sweet. <laughs> How did you get started in music? Um, well, I'm going to say my dad. My, my dad played the guitar, um, you know, and I'm Haitian. So, you know, there was a certain style of music. Haitian, we listened to compa. The music genre is called compa. So, um I was used to listening to songs that had Creole language, which is the language we speak. Mm -hmm. um, so I remember um, hanging back in Brooklyn, which I'm where I'm from, and um, I heard Cindy Lauper's "Time After Time." That was probably the first American song I've heard. And um, I said, when I play guitar, that's the that's the way I want my guitar to sound like. Yeah. I could still hear that song in my head every every time, but. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would still give it up to my dad, though. If I didn't see my dad with the guitar, I probably wouldn't have interest. Just changed everything for you, right? Just changed everything and for what's me. funny about that song? Yeah. That song was written by the Hooters. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. and dedicated to Cyndi Lauper. The guitarist you heard was Rob from the Hooters playing guitar. That was that. I had to meet that guy. Yes. I want to tell him that's probably the best guitar tone I've ever yes, heard. Good, good shot of doing. He's yeah. still in the Philly area. Yes, he oh, is. Yeah. The Hooters wow. are still here. They still play from time to time yeah. too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we, I remember uh, me, my manager. We went to see uh, Cindy Lauper. She was saying a good story about Philadelphia. Yeah. So, you know, Cindy's uh, a legend. Yeah, that, that's a connection actually. <laughs> yes. It was written by one of the guys from the Hooters. Wow. Time time. Wow. Epic. That song is epic. Yeah. I mean, it's a futuristic song. It's still as good today oh, as it yeah, was then. Oh, great, great yeah. song. So, yeah. So, 
Shout out to Cindy Lauper. Cindy? <laughs> Cindy, I think we found an opening act for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey. She's yeah. still playing blues, actually. She's oh, singing man. Blues now. I, I love her voice, too. Yeah. I think she has a great blues voice. Yeah. You know? So. Okay, so Cindy, get on it, all right? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Let's, Cindy, let's Greg Silva. You know, get the connection. You know, yeah. uh, get the email, yeah. phone number, you know? At what point, you know, you're, you're playing guitar, and at what point did you say, all right, this is what I want to do as a profession? Um, well, that point was actually when I graduated high school. Um, I remember um, uh, trying to, uh, at that time when I was going to high school, it was Sam Ash and Franklin Mills Mall, uh-huh. which I used to always go to. And I've always had a, uh, I've always played the guitar, but I never took it serious. It was just something to like kind of impress my dad. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> you know, and um, so other than that, I remember... Um, hearing someone sing sing a song and I've, I kept coming up with ways that the song could kind of be better and then I said you know what I'm going to write my own songs and see what I can do with them oh, so that's when I actually took music serious yeah that was probably 15 years ago something oh, like that great, great. Yeah. that's what led to it okay yeah now I wanted to ask with um you know, with playing the blues and with, uh, you know, obviously from your cultural heritage of, of Haitian and, and the music that you, you know, that they play there and what you've learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you blend it all together uh, for your own, you know, for what you do, how would you classify your music? Because mm. I, I, don't, I don't consider it just straight up classic blues. Yeah, I, I, and I, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, if I could classify it, I don't know, it would be... Uh, everything. Just it down the wall. Just what do you? you know. Yeah, I would. I would. I would just say music. Um, I remember having a whole lot of different influences growing up. I was a, uh, you know, I grew up in um, Philadelphia, in the city where hip hop was really big. Well, it's still big, but um, yeah. I remember being one of the unique kids that had a love for country music. Um, uh, I remember my dad always listening to Bob Marley. So I, I kind of put everything, everything I've listened to, I listened to, I kind of put together. So I can't really classify it other than music. Uh, I never, I, I'll, I, there's only two genres of music to me. And okay. it's, it's right. good and it's bad music. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. You know, other than that, every, uh, you start to realize every song have a, have a thing about them. Um, like um, there's no different from a Stormy Monday by the Almonds. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's no different from a, a manic Monday, they're saying the same thing. It's right. just not the same uh, chords or sound, you know. But there's blues in everything. There's a, uh, there's mu- right. it's just music, you know. Well, musically wise, uh, when you mentioned that you said about your influences, who who have you been your biggest influences? Oh wow. Um, well, Bob Marley, number one. Um, I'm gonna have to say there's Jay Z, hip hop guy. I love Jay Z. Yeah. Um, Stevie Ray Vaughan oh, for great. guitar. That's a, yeah, he's a beast. Uh, yeah. I love that guy. Um, Dwight Yoakam. I love Dwight Yoakam. Dwight Yoakam. Country, oh, country star. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, he, Dwight you know, Yoakam. He played here at Dobbs yeah. years ago. Seriously. So that's Seriously. why his picture is down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. Man, if I could meet anyone, it would probably be Dwight Yoakam right now. I mean, I, I remember him really, uh, you know, setting this music thing. I, I, I said at one time, I want to be like him. Uh-huh. And the music he came out with at one time. And uh, Dwight Yoakam always had this edge. Everyone I like always had this edge to them. It was never just um, some mainstream guy that no, everybody right. liked. It was always an edginess to them. They he took had, it yeah. somewhere. He had a great hook. He had a great, great hook. hook. Exactly. And when he played, it was that grungy kind of country sound. Country sound, yes. And everybody went, whoa, we didn't hear this before Ex- because yes. before it was a three-chord Johnny Cash kind of thing. Exactly. You know, and you're right. And it changes a little bit. 
and there you go it's a, more of an edge for country that gave that whole look all over again and yes. everybody started watching you know listening to country yeah. because of it yeah yeah i mean um still to this day dwight yoakam's sound I, you know i'm still a big fan right. it still has that Dwight Yoakam thing too. Yeah, same thing for Alan Jackson. Oh, like Alan that. Jackson. Oh same man, yeah. Alan Jackson is uh. Some, sometimes when you think of country music, you think of Alan Jackson. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a guy. Same thing. He has a grungy kind of sound yeah. to it, and that. Yeah. No, those guys sound. was always rebels to me. They um they never wanted to s stick to the norm. Right. So you, yep. you gotta give your hats off to guys like that. Well, tell you what, why don't we uh, take a break, let everybody listen to another one of your songs? Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, what are we gonna hear? Um, yes, this one's one of my favorite songs, actually, Stress Relief. Stress relief. Yes. All right, let's take a spin on it. Somebody to sit by them and say that it's gonna be okay. Someone to relate when things aren't going straight, or someone to ease pain when things aren't going straight. Well, this makes me go so crazy. I guess that I'll be stuck without my baby. I'm not giving you up cause you're my baby Not trying to be stuck without my baby You're my stress relief You're my stress relief You're my stress relief You're my stress relief Baby, take the stress off me Stress relief Baby, take the stress off me stressfully It's been lately I've been losing My mind and everything is too confusing It's these thoughts that's on my mind Are so hard to fight So pretty, baby, stay by my side You're my stress relief you're my stress relief. You're my stress relief. You're my stress relief. Baby, take the stress off me. Stress relief. Baby, take the stress off me. Stress relief. Take the stress off me, 
stress relief Baby, take the stress off me Stress relief You're my stress relief You're my stress relief You're my stress relief You're my stress relief Baby, take the stress off me Stress relief Baby, take the stress off me Stress relief That was stress Woo. relief. Oh, God, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Easy sound. Thanks oh, a lot. Yeah. Thank Greg, you. Yeah. What, what's the best place for everybody to go and find out what's going on with you and what's coming up? Um, well, you can check out gregsova.com. That is G-R-E-G-S-O-V as in Victor, E-R.com. Um, you know, you can always check me out on the Twitters as well. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Greg Silva, G-R-E-G. S O V E R. Now are all those all those links? Uh, they all going to be on the website? Yes, they're all on the website. All right, cool. Yes. So everybody knows where to go now. Oh yeah, great. I wanted to ask. Um, I've been reading that since the uh, earthquake in, in Haiti, mm. you you've got involved with uh, you know supporting relief efforts there. Yes. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Um, yeah. Well, you know, my mom. Uh, I, I felt other than being a uh, having the you know being Haitian descent, my. Uh, I felt that Haiti is, is as mine's as my mom's because my mom always had love for Haiti. So um, when that when the earthquake happened, that actually hurt me. It hurt me a lot because I, I actually still have family down there that's affected to this day. Wow. Um, so um, I tried to do as much as I can. I did a lot of benefit concerts, lots and lots of benefit concerts that year. Um, and I still do, to tell you the truth. Um, you know, there's um, there's still organizations that I'm trying to put together, so... You know, I, I really want to ra raise awareness, telling the people that it's actually worse down there than what you've seen yeah, um, on yeah, TV. It's yeah. a lot worse, and you know, they are. There's people struggling down there like you can't imagine. You know, right. so um, right. you know, so yes, I, I did do a lot of benefit concerts. I uh, did as much as I can try to help the people. You know, right. Well, no, that's oh, that's, that's good that you are. I, I think mean, I think a lot of times this big fundraiser thing happens, and you know, they had that big televised one, and then. You know, all the celebrities are, and then it's done, it's over, and everybody kind of like, okay, well, I guess yeah, we fixed that, it, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah like, it's not know, fixed relief. at all. Trust yeah. me, it's not S fixed still at needs, all. Still needs more help. Yeah, probably, right. uh, yeah, a little more than more help, tell you the truth. It's just that bad down there. It's, oh, wow. it's really terrible down there. I mean, I can't even uh, sugarcoat it. It's just that bad. Now, do you have on your website, are there any links to any uh, things that people can donate to if they want to? Um. No, believe it or not, no. <laughs> not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. Yeah, you got to get. Yeah, well, yes, sometimes, not yet. Not yet. Sometimes but even with charities, you got to go through a lot of paperwork and a lot of paperwork. A lot of paperwork. They got to they gotta trust. They yes. got to trust to know that. And you know, you know, and especially when you're trying to do it, uh, me and my my manager, we partnered up to not only help um, Haiti. There's always there's also the, the Tibetan monks that we want to help out. Mm -hmm. So oh, we partnered okay. up, right. put both things together. You know. Make it one big cause so everybody could get helped. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah, I think actually. I think more people more need more to do. They need to do more about not only that but other good causes, and it's wonderful that you're doing that. Yes. You know oh I mean? yeah. Well, my that's my hat. That's my heart. You, Thank actually. you. Appreciate that's that. That's cool. Thank you. Uh, you know, for all of your songs that you you have and everything in your catalog, are there any? Is there any one that that really has some particular special meaning to you? 
Um, yes, actually, it's Stress Relief, the song you just heard. Okay. Um, that song means a lot to me. I remember, um, you know, my mom was kind of, uh, my mom wasn't doing too good in front of me, you know. Um, so I remember around that time when my mom wasn't doing so well, all I had was the guitar. All I had was my guitar, my acoustic guitar. And um, Stress Relief came out. And, you know, so if it wasn't for my guitar, I wouldn't have the song Stress Relief, believe it or not. You know, oh, that's oh, cool. Great. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely like one of the best friends. Where you... That's my best friend. Yes, best that's friend. Uh, I can't leave home without it. There I go, go. everywhere. And you with know, my the guitar. best thing about a guitar that's the best friend. It will never drink your beer. It will never drink your beer. Yeah. Well, and, hey, we could be writing another country song right now. Never take your smokes. So we're all good yeah. with that. And you could play it as long as you want. You that's know? right. That's never right. get tired. She sits right in your arms. Yep. She's not going anywhere. That's right. What? What's the first record you remember ever buying? You mentioned that you remember hearing the first song of me and Cindy Lauper. But. Yes. Oh, uh, the first record was um, Bob Marley's Legend album. Oh, great, great album. Yeah, I love great. that. As a matter of fact, I, I still have the vinyl. Um, yeah. I had a, I had a vinyl player, and I just so happened to come across the the Legends album, the vinyl, and I was like, I'm gonna grab that. That's probably the best three dollars I spent. <laughs> <laughs> you come to my house and pick out. Some vinyl. I got about 500 of them. Oh, man. So. Vinyls. The sounds of the vinyl. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just... I love yeah, the sound. 78s before your time in mine. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what, what, do you, uh, what do you want people to get out of your music when they listen to it? What, um, what's your hopes for that? Well, but honestly, I think I want to get more than anything. It's probably um, a form of equality. Um, you know, I'll be the first one to put it out there. A lot of people see me play the music I play, and they don't expect me to play it. You know what I mean? Because I, I right. you know, so um, I really want to show people that um, you know, uh, not everyone is like everyone, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Open yeah. your yeah. eyes. Just just purple, I know what it's like. Just because yeah, I'm purple, purple, yeah. purple yeah. Yeah. gray, which picture, you know, whatever color you want to pick. Yeah, yeah that's not right. You know. Yeah, that's how you have to look at it. And, you know, there was um, plenty of gigs. You know, right now I have a established fan base now. People know what I'm doing. But there was plenty of gigs where people were always skeptical, like, what, what is he doing with a guitar and things like that? So I, I really want people to just open their eyes, just telling them yeah, yeah. there's it's, a lot of different 2014, things people. Yeah. 2014. It's funny because I say the same thing about Sean with a mic. Yeah, right? Yeah. No, but he's doing good. He's doing great. <laughs> he's doing great. I'm hoping they don't fire me next week. <laughs> Um, I wanted to find uh, ask you, um, is there, you know, as you've been going through your career, okay, uh, what do you what do you hope to accomplish beyond just you know raising the level of your your you know yourself as a performer? What do you, what are your goals to take your music to the next level? What do you think you need to do? Um, well, I just think tell you the truth, I, I know um, a lot of musicians they um they're always uh, trying to put um some business model in front of their if there's anybody if i could give anybody on my level any uh advice just play your music um yeah. don't look for the uh who cares about the girls the fame the uh just play your music me but i mean okay. yeah i mean oh, well, wait, you know. i'm not a musician yeah but you know but a yeah. lot of people they a lot of people fall in love with this business because they they only see an outcome they forget about the hard work and uh mm. you know and you know they only see the glitz and the glamour where it's far from glitz and glamour yeah. i mean it's so dirty. <laughs> yeah, sleeping in that car is a really no, sleeping lovely in that thing car is no problem. Uh, and I have to tell you some of the venues, you know, some of the, uh, you have to really, you know, pay your dues out here. You have some of the dive bars, you know. In Philly, really? Oh, yeah, in Philly. <laughs> 
everywhere yeah. pretty Shop. much. Shop. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if if I couldn't tell anybody on on the indie level, just play your music. You know, uh, uh, we're such in an entrepreneurial world nowadays that you don't have to be uh, that number one guy. You can actually be that number one guy to a certain section of people. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. So. And, and that's been going on. You have people who was breaking into the business before um, internet, social media, and things like that. So it always showed you that there was a possibility. Nowadays, you have internet and stuff like that. So it's easy to grab a. I have so many fans across, across seas nowadays because of the internet. Yeah. You oh. know, because, you know, in the beginning, you're not just going to pick up and, you know, fly across no, seas to no, go no, places. No, you don't fan base whatsoever just <laughs> yeah. before you split because it makes no sense. Get, <laughs> it makes, get exactly. to the airport and be like, yeah, well, I'm here now. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with yeah, that one. Yeah, they don't like. Good you. luck with yeah, that yeah. one. But I'll see uh, you, soon. you know, you know, just just stay on your music. Just do your music. Play your songs, and um, trust me, there's someone listening. And when I say someone, that's like ten people. You well, know, we are. That's, that's where we are. Hey, yeah. we're listening. Yeah. See, exactly. Oh, no. That's my point. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Are you uh, you working on any 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 a new record or working on anything? Um, yes, I'm actually working on an album, "Songs of a Renegade," uh, which is actually an acronym for "Sore." Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, I try. I try to be a little clever. Yeah, I see you. I try to be a little smart, you know. Yeah, I know. But um, yeah, that that album is actually a lot. Um, believe it or not, recording this album, I was going through a through a, a transition and. Um, uh, you know, there was um, some low points in life, and when you have these points in life, and then you're recording an album, it's really, it's almost a tough thing to do. Now I'm looking back, you know what I mean? Mm, right. Um, so you know, Renegade and the the title Soar is really saying, um, you know, you could uh, you could achieve anything, you could get past whatever you have to get past. So, you know, it's not like Renegade, someone who goes around beating people up. I, I think if you live in the life yeah. the way you want to, that's Renegade enough. Okay. You know. Sweet. So. No, no, no. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of great examples of, uh, of passive renegades out there. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Without I mean, violence. speaking of Bob Marley, he's, he's yeah. one of the ultimate renegades yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. You know? down. And he had such a great message. Yeah. Well, we're gonna wrap everything up here. I just want to ask you one thing, one more thing. Uh, sure. Is there anything you want to say to your fans that are out there? Yes. Um, love me, cause I'm gonna love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's plenty he of music coming up folks. soon. Uh, GregSilver.com once again and I have yep. to thank Unclaimed Bands thank you appreciate oh, thank the time you, thank you so much I'm so yes. glad we ran into you at the uh, oh, South I know Street right Fest. it was a great time yeah. great yeah. time yeah shout out to the South Street Festival well everybody uh, this is Sean Fritz yes. uh, and uh, tonight <laughs> our guests have been Greg Silver thank yes. you yes. thank you until next time everybody it. thanks a lot Statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.